This is Talkin' Tens with Nebraska Cornhusker gymnasts Michaela Curtis and Kinsey Roby on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We think, we think, we think it's one final time. Yeah. Or at least formally one final time. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll be back. I already, I told you I'll well, you be got back. Camps, you got camps to do. Yeah. You got stuff to do. So we'll we'll keep you in the rotation. Um, you'll have to use your phone, though, to tell us that you're in town. I must say, I am a horrible responder. As you Duh. probably, well, I know, but it's just like, <laughs> it's one of those things that like, if I don't text back right away, sometimes I just genuinely forget about stuff and I just, I, That's yeah. not an excuse, Michaela. It's Curtis. not an excuse. I'm You're just a saying. coach now. You're a coach now. You're a leader. You're a leader of young people now. I don't know how I feel. <laughs> You're a leader of young people. 402-464-5685. Sorry Haven text line. Honda Lincoln hotline if you want to join in the conversation. Uh, the video streams are up. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter live. Um, I need to share that so folks know. Uh, Michaela Curtis, one final time before one before she takes off and two before she hands this over uh, to somebody else to, to get us through and hang out with us. Um I'm I'm bothered. I'm bothered. Bother what? <laughs> oh, Michaela's leaving. Like what is I'm like, I know. I like I still don't really know how to feel about it. Like I was talking to you a little bit before like I'm so used to like a set schedule and I know like when I'm leaving, I'm going into a new kind of schedule. Um but I, my life in the gymnastics world, being an athlete, has been so consistent, well, for 20 years, but for these past five years, like, I've known everything that I was going to do, like, I was going to take summer classes, then I was going to be here for school in August, and then, you know, season starts in January, so it's, like, constantly that, that cycle for five years is what I've known and what I've done, so after I graduated it's been weird because I am like, I don't know my cycle yet. I, I don't know. <laughs> like I wake up and then I'm just like, Oh, I want to go to the gym, but like, I can't do that. <laughs> my, uh, my, um, entry into the gym has been revoked. They, so I'm no longer allowed. They banned you. <laughs> yeah. I already let, we're um, done with you, Curtis. I know. I already let Heather have a, a little bit of an earful. I was like, you already cut me off. Right. So, um, which I mean, obviously, like I've, I'm graduated, I can't just come in, whatever. Which I think that was kind of the first time I like threw a little fit because I was like, no, like this can't be real. I, I have to clean out my locker now, and I have to say goodbye to these people at, at some point, which I haven't even thought about yet because like I don't want to think about it. Saying goodbye to you know the people that have been my my parents basically for the past um, what well, Heather five years, and then my other coach. Uh, what his second year I think um but I mean they've been there for me every step of the way so um I haven't really thought about that because thought about that yet because I'm not ready to say goodbye I guess but then I I'm like oh well I'm gonna say goodbye but I'm gonna see them next month so um I think that's why it's not really hitting me I guess like at 
stuff hasn't really hit me yet just because I'm still in Lincoln. It's still like I haven't moved yet, um, given the complications I've had with my moving. Many. So, yeah. Many. So, um, I don't know. Like, I'm excited to get to Greenville, but I just know that when I get there, I, I'm there for good. <laughs> and like You think. <laughs> well, I'm there for good for two years. Okay. So, right. not, right. N- you know, I don't know. It's not like, oh, I'm there for a few days and then I'm coming back to Lincoln like it was when I went to visit or, you know, when I would go home and then to come back. So, that's a little, it's going to be weird, but I haven't moved in five years. I've been in, in Lincoln for five years. So, I really don't. Like, there's, like, a bunch of emotions just because I don't know how to feel, but, like, I'm still sitting here in Lincoln. So you it's- can say, it's look, I'm going to miss Harrison, and how am I possibly going to survive? <laughs> like, that would yeah, be that's fair. Fine. That's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fair. You should just say that, and we can move along. Well, and I think that's the thing, too, though, is, like, this has become part of my cycle, my every week thing. And so moving away from this is, you know, is starting to get real and bittersweet. So I don't know how to feel like I'm slowly losing things that have become my everyday so I, I don't know it's it's starting to get weird but I don't think it's starting to get real yet because I I'm not moved on yet when, when you say when you say it's starting to get weird is it because you've resisted it or because it's inevitable I don't know like I think I don't want not that I don't want to accept it. It's just because like, I haven't seen the other side of things yet. Cause like how I was talking to you, I've been to Greenville once, but that was to like, just see where I'm living and see the campus and, and see what my, my new chapter in life is going to be. But I haven't accepted it yet because I haven't gotten to that point yet because like, I haven't moved there yet. I haven't like, yes, I visited, but I haven't. Okay. My bed is there. My animals are there. Like my life is there yet. So it, this my life is still here right now have you now? talked to your cats about this move Do, are they aware well because <laughs> you you've, well. you've slowly taken all of their toys away you've taken all the things that they climb into and onto you've taken them all well it was actually bad because my boyfriend took down their um their cat stand the cat tree yeah and they love it because it, they sit higher yeah. and they love to to see um and he took it down a few weeks ago just because we were going to get rid of it it was gross anyway because they scratched it so much Mm. so he threw it away which i had asked him to do but then i didn't realize that they were going to start wanting to scratch things Mm -hmm. which luckily i have two good cats and they'll kind of like nip at the carpet Mm. but they know not to touch my couch which i'm very thankful for because i was very scared for a while that they were going to want to tear up my couch um so i recently had to go to walmart and just get them like a cheap one and that's so nice that they really like it so um but I actually took them in a car ride for a little bit because some I had to do something with my apartment and they couldn't be in the apartment. So I took them in the car and just getting them from my apartment, which maybe is 10 steps from my car, mm-hmm. was horrible. Oh. Um, there was one cat, my youngest cat, Cleo, who was meowing uncontrollably and she for a girl cat she has like this deep meow and i always feel so bad i'm like oh my gosh i'm not torturing you i promise i just have to put you in the back seat please just listen to me and then um i feel so bad tux was i got tux in the car and i i have this tent so i'm like able to like zip it up in the tent it gives them enough room to just kind of walk around because i feel so bad when they're stuck in cages and I thought that maybe if I put them in this tent, it would be better. It, it's for animals, not just like, you know, a 
tent that goes in your backyard. Um, but I was like, if I put them two in there together, it would be easier because then they'll have each other. They can kind of be close to each other and feel a little bit better. So we were driving and then I stopped at you know, to get food or something, whatever. I had to be out of the apartment for a certain amount of time. So I was just trying to get stuff, do stay away from the, uh, the uh, apartment. So anyway, um, my boyfriend opened up the uh, tent and Tux got out and he came and sat on my boyfriend's lap. And he was being all cuddly and cute. And I was like, oh, it's so sweet. And then he goes, why is my leg wet? Uh, and Tux peed on his leg. Mm. Um, and it, like, kind of went everywhere. So I'm going to be interested because this was maybe about an hour. And they caused all of this ruckus. And they will be in the car for about uh, seven and a half hours. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see how they act. Do, do you have leashes for your cats? I tried that at one point and they hated it. Because if I could walk my cat, that would be the coolest thing ever. I would love that. Train them. Well, actually, there was one time I saw something at um, Home Goods, and it was a stroller for animals, and I wanted it so bad, but my mom told me no. Don't get the stroller. But get it was so cute. Get Just teach them how to walk on a leash. Well, I took Tux outside, actually, in the grass. Uh, I took the tent, and I yeah. put them in it so yeah. they could like kind of mess around with the grass. Tux was fine. He was just sitting in the grass, and he was staying close because you could tell he was kind of scared, mm-hmm. but Cleo was not having it. She clawed at the door. She wanted to go back inside. So These are all habits. These are all habits. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> I, 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 I have some friends who have cats who where they, they also have dogs. So they put the dogs on a leash, but the cats refuse to – get on the leash but they refuse to not go on the walks oh i would love if my so cats the ca- would go on walks. but the cats are like covert like the cats don't want to be seen with the dog so <laughs> they dodge in and out of the bushes <laughs> don't want to be associated right it's like and then they'll pop out whenever they cross the street they'll pop out and then get across the street and get ahead of them and then they'll go back into the woods so when i had <laughs> my cat that i had to give away because of his pee problem he was the first cat that I had at this point. He was the only one that I had. I didn't have the other two. I had gotten him a leash and it had the, the harness Mm -hmm. on it. And I was in an apartment, a different apartment at this point. And this one, you could kind of like walk around the, the whole, like on the inside, the one, the apartment that I'm in now, it's literally like you have doors on each side, but you can't like walk around the apartment anyway. So I would always like let him out and just kind of let him just like run in the hallways and get his energy out. Cause the apartment that I was in was very small. Um, and I was like, I'm going to get him a leash. I'm going to walk around. Um, it looked like if you put a fish on a leash because he just Drag. fell on his yeah. slide. Yeah. 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 And I just, drag him. yeah, it was funny, do, but I felt the- bad. See, I don't, I'm a dog person. I'm not a cat person. So do you have cat treats? Mm-hmm. Like, do, do you use that to train them? Um, okay. I'm a little more lenient than my boyfriend. He's the one that tried to, like, he's more disciplinary when it comes to the animals. For me, I just think it's cute if they're on the counters and stuff. So I kind of don't care what they do. <laughs> and which <laughs> is bad. I know, Shocker. which is so bad. But Shocking. if they wanted to be, so, yeah, I know it's. Honestly, the treats that I give them are the ones that make their breath smell better, but it doesn't work. So they just think it tastes good. So these cats are just all over the place. Yeah, they rule me. Basically, they're, they're just <laughs> they're just feline versions of you. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Just all over the place. Like I think it's I, I think all of it's interesting because 
you've had a lot to do. Like your schedule, as you said, your schedule was planned out. Mm-hmm. And these cats have to make do. These cats have to just kind of handle themselves. Yeah. So <laughs> why? As a student, did, did you find yourself feeling bad? that you? That's why I got multiple cats, so they could keep each other entertained. But doesn't make it better. It just means you have more cats who are who are, who are without well, you. Yes, but like for me, I've I've grown up with cats. My mom didn't really get dogs until I was out in a way. So, as much as like I would love a dog, they obviously take more attention. I think the reason why I wanted cats is because I was like, I want something soft and cuddly. My cats one <laughs> don't really pay attention to me, so they don't cuddle with me. But they take care. Of, all I have to well, I was gonna say all I have to do is really take out the litter. But I'm a little spoiled from my mom's end, and she got me an electric litter box. So literally, all I have to do is just take the bag into the trash. That sounds nice. It no, it is super nice. The only reason why she did that is because we had one when I was growing up, and she was like, "If you have more than one cat, is very, very helpful," um, and it is very, very helpful. <laughs> so it is a blessing, actually. But I, I worry about your cats now because the seven hours, seven and a half hours. In the back of a car. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad. Tent or no kitty tent or no kitty tent. (laughs) Well, I mean, I feel bad because, like, my mom is like, well, you could go to the vet and get them, like, sleeping stuff. Just because, like, I didn't want them to be uncomfortable. But I also don't want to give them medicine. So, I don't know. You're probably going to have to do one or the other. I mean, they're fine. After a little bit, once they got in the car and, and they, like, realized that we weren't, like, going to take them to the vet or do something with them, um, they kind of calmed down. So it was just like at the very beginning, because we, I mean, they'd never really go on car rides or anything, you know, just for fun. Like, that's just cats don't do that. So I'm trying to wrap my brain around most Husker athletes, right? That end of whether it's end of year or end of, you know, graduation, that there is a process for how folks are supposed to get through this. Right. And I'm not sure. That yours is typical. <laughs> right? I mean, most lease agreements are up when? For most students. Well, I think I did mine for 12 months. So just like when I signed it, 12 months. But you was that because you were here during COVID and June became like you, you guys needed to be back on campus? Well, I didn't even know... So I wasn't obviously supposed to be here for five years. I was, you know, four years I was supposed to be done. So I didn't know what my next move was going to be. And then when the whole COVID thing came out, I was like, oh, I'm definitely staying. But my roommate at the time, she was on the team. She had other plans and she was like, I'm going home. Um, So I was like, oh, shoot. Well, what do I do? And so I was hey, can I live with you or can I live with you? And then it just kind of came to the point where it was like, okay, I guess that's not going to happen. I have to find my next set of plans. Um, Ended up finding an apartment, but it was very like last minute and I didn't know. Do they help you as an student athlete find a place? Mm, Or do they kind of say, here's the number, make it work? I mean, I reached out to Heather at one point and I was like, hey, I don't know what to do. I wasn't obviously planning on staying a fifth year I didn't know it was going to be an option um I don't want to live in an apartment I want to you know be around people I want to 
have friends for the the last year and stuff like that um there was an option to um so with gymnastics when you first come in we are very close with the volleyball team Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know why you're playing at the same time um you eat meals at the same time like your practice schedule is very similar well and that's why i think that they put us with volleyball because the seasons like yes we're at like practice and stuff is during the day it's the same time so you don't really see each other until the end of the night but our seasons are opposite so we don't conflict like during the year so especially like freshman year when you're in the dorms they do yeah because you're in basketball season mm-hmm. winter you're in the winter season yeah. they're in the in, yeah. the in the football season so the fall season i don't know why i i just they always pair volleyball and gymnastics which is honestly really cool because i coming in didn't know volleyball was as big of a deal as it is here in nebraska because that's my little it's not that way everywhere yeah so i didn't know it was like that so when i tell people oh yeah i lived with so-and-so freshman year and they were like no way that's so cool or i'm like yeah my teammate lives with this girl and they kind of were like fangirl which i think is kind of cool because i I never knew that was a a big deal until you mean you didn't fangirl over the volleyball players well i did when (laughs) i did when they became my roommates and i was like super excited and then my freshman year that was when they won the national championship so that was super cool because i i got to live through their eyes and and experience that through them um and we became really close which i thought was like super cool um and you find friendship outside of your sport which which is really cool and is that is that the norm for athletes here at nebraska yeah i i know that gymnastics is very close with um volleyball obviously but they room with bowling sometimes as well i want to say that's really the group that they. How, how close with. are the men's gymnastics program and the women's program? It's gotten a lot closer since, like the last two years that I've been here. It's definitely got a lot closer, which I really like because you speak the same language. They know what you're going through, and especially with us moving into Devaney, it's become a lot cooler just because we have like garage doors that separate us. So they'll always open it up, so the guys will pop like they'll pop their head through it the door every once in a while. And they're the season behind yours, right? No, they're the same. The same time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Why did it seem like their season started after yours? There's, from my understanding, we have a lot more like home meets than they do. Okay. So it it just seems like we kind of get our face shown a little more in Devaney than they do. Okay. I don't know if that's just normal. No, it just seemed like Chuck Chamonka – He's come on the show, and it's always it, it seems a little behind yours. Even when they're having success, it just seems like their their schedule's a little bit. They also might I might be wrong. I don't know a lot about the guys. Um, they might have less meets than we do, okay. because there's less men's programs than there are women's. And they do, yeah they do more of the combination meets yeah you know where there's mm-hmm. more well, than one team and they do a lot of like. This I also could be very wrong, so I, I'm not sure. But they do a lot of like, um, it, it's more normal, f- from my understanding, um, for them to like after college, they can kind of pursue the career a little more in gymnastics than women can. Why is that? I think they're just built different. Like honestly, like I think their bodies know how to maintain a little more than women's do. It, are you saying it's it's less natural, physically? Well, I think that. I mean, because there's been all that discussion over the difficulties and how women's gym- gymnasts 
how their bodies transition once they're mm, done. Yeah. And it's a little different. And the beating that it takes. Well, I think that guys... And and this is just from like what I've seen. Guys have way harder skills. So I honestly don't know how their bodies last longer than women's. But I just think we peak and develop earlier than they do. Uh, is there are, are the guys more more power based? Yeah. Right. I mean. Yeah. I mean, just based on their floor teams. The women are explosive, but the guys are more power based. It seems. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you're doing rings, you've got to have some they just, super alien I stuff just going give on. The guys props because they're absolutely insane. Like, that's one thing, too. Like, I, I've said time and time again, I want to bring more awareness to gymnastics. And that's not even just to women's gymnastics, because I do think that men's gymnastics deserves more recognition. They don't get a lot of recognition as it is. I mean, compared to we get a few thousand people at the meet, they don't get that. So when we come to guys meets, it's so nice because they can tell that the energy is That's different. so weird. Yeah. I mean, it, it really, I mean, if, if if the athleticism of one appeals to you, it should appear in the other. Yeah. I think that from what I have come to learn is when people think of gymnastics, they think of it as a woman's sport. Like that's just instant. Like when you think of basketball, for me at least, you think first the guys come to mind. I this it could be different for so kind of like volleyball. People associate with like Women. girls, so yes. they drop But that's crowds. not that's not the case everywhere. Because when true. I was in U at BYU, it's it's like the women's program is strong, but the men's program is is the volleyball program. Really, and yeah. and they do exceptionally well. I mean, the the women are really good, um, but it's the men that move the needle. If you go out to California, the same thing kind of applies. I just, uh, I don't know. I think when it comes to just gymnastics in itself, when the, the word comes to your mind, you don't think of men's, which I I, th- I hope that at one point it changes and people think should. that because if you watch gymnastics, and I don't know if it's just because like with women's gymnastics, there we only have four events, they have six. So there's a little bit difference there. I don't know if it's like a time thing, but we are a little more... I'm going to use glitz and glamour. You have the sparkles, yes. yeah. you have the, the floor music, and you yeah. have the entertainment aspect. Yeah. And, but with the guys, it's so insane what they can do because they're literally just throwing tricks. I, I think a lot of that's historical because yeah. as as women's gymnastics in, in the Olympics took off, it was highlighted a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, same for figure skating for a stretch. Mm-hmm. Women's figure sk- skating was above and and beyond men's figure skating, even with the you know, the, the legends. But I think the Olga Corbett's, the Nadia Comaneci's, the Mary Lou Retton's did a a much better job of pulling fans to the sport, and they ended up on you know Wheaties boxes, mm. whereas the men never did. I mean, think Bart Carna. Bart Carna's probably as well-known as any gymnast I can think of. And I can't think of many male gymnasts who, even at the Olympic level, I can remember and know them. So, yeah. yeah. Well, even now, I mean, Simone Biles is a big name, but I was just going through the store, and she's on the Wheaties box, but she's the only gymnast, like, not only gymnast, but I I see women. Well, the women, the, the women, the, the women are, are more known, yeah. and they're more widely, readily followed. Yeah. Like, you can roll off the list of and even through the controversy you could rattle off the list of the names of those of those gymnasts who were on those olympic teams and they had greater success so winning gold medals certainly didn't hurt yeah so 
there's that thing. Anyway, uh, Michaela Curtis was with us uh, on Talking Tens. It's, you know, we're, we're just having a conversation because we deserve to have a conversation. Um, come back. More Talking Tens here on The Ticket.